Hi, I'm Robin and welcome to Well-Conceived Business. We help online business owners within health and wellness to create a business and life that is not only well-paid, but well-lived. Here you'll find honest and refreshing conversations about what it takes to create a business around your life, what healthy hustle looks like, as well as insights and tips on growing your audience, your signature program, your profit and your peace. Ready? Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to Well Conceived Business. I am so thrilled to be talking with you this week. We've survived school holidays, we're back in the office, and we're still talking about lead magnets. And today what we're talking about is some lead magnet tips to get more sales. So if you have lead magnets in your business, you're getting downloads, but no one's joining the waitlist for your program or no one's signing up to work with you, there's some things we can do to help you navigate that. So I've got five things for you today. The first thing is to include a nurture sequence. So I'm sure that many of you have heard of what is a nurture sequence. If you haven't, then essentially what a nurture sequence is, is a series of five or more emails that someone will receive once they join your email list. And these are in addition to you should be sending a weekly email newsletter. So what you'll do is you'll have typically have a general flow for those emails that they'll take. But towards the end of that sequence, you're going to want to have a call to action for people to work with you. And you may weave that through in certain ways. Now, there's quite a strategic way that you would put together a nurture sequence. But if you don't have one and all you're saying is here's the thing and then having your weekly email newsletter and periodic launches, you can't, you might be missing the boat. So we can't assume that somebody who signs up to our list hasn't already been stalking us for the longest time. We can't assume that they know all about us. We can't assume that they know we're a business and not just, I don't know, some random blogger. There's so much that we can't assume. So we have to let people know, like, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I can help you. This is why I'm a trusted authority. And paint that picture so they get to know us. They recognize who we are in their inbox and that they're ready and able to work with us by going through this sequence. So it can be a series of five emails. It can be longer. I know some people who put together nurture sequences that are like six months long. So someone joins their email list and that, you know, it may or may not be like once a week. So typically you'll do about five to seven emails once a day. Then you might taper those off to once a week or even like once bi-weekly or once a month, but have strategic calls to action in there so that people keep hearing about you rather than you always having to do your email newsletter. But if you all you've got is the email that says, here's your thing, you're kind of missing the biggest opportunity because also by the time you send your email newsletter, which probably doesn't have any calls to action or sales in it, people probably don't have the right education or knowledge or awareness of, you know, how to relieve the symptoms that they have because you as a service provider help people with problems that they have and what they come to you with is symptoms of that problem, Right potentially not a big understanding of exactly what the bigger issues are at play. So you have a bit of a job to do when they first get on your email list. 
They may have seen you randomly and not know you. So then if all you do is email them a week later, they may have forgotten about who you are. They'll be like, who is this name in my email inbox? If you're only sending email newsletters once a month, they can well probably definitely not know who you are. So you want to include an email nurture sequence and at least one point that needs to be a straight call to action that says, here's how you can work with me and how I can help you. The next one is include the details of your offer or how they can take action and work with you in the very first email. So typically the first email that they will receive is an email that says, here's the thing you asked for. You may have a PDF, you may have an audio file, you may have a printable of some sort, right? So the very first email, they'll enter their email, their name and their email address. Always collect people's names, by the way. Don't just collect email addresses. If you see something that says, hi, Robin, if you have in the title, I've put this together for you, Robin, people are going to be like, whoa, she knows me, right? They're so much more likely to open emails when you include personalization. If you never get those details, then how do you ever personalize that information to them? So in the very first email, they enter their details, they get an email that says, hey, here's the thing you've asked for. You will never in your entire relationship of sending emails with this person, receive an email that has as big an open rate as that very first email, that sweet, sweet email. It's a disservice to them if you don't at least give them like a PS or anything in that first email about who you are, what you do and how they can work with you. Because if they open no other email from you ever again, right? Like I said, you will have no other email that receives as big an open rate as the email that comes directly after they've signed up to your email list. So you want to at least include something. And also it's a disservice to someone. Let's say they've been following you on Instagram for two years or listening to your podcast for two years. And by the way, it happens. And then they finally get the guts to join your email list and they've kind of already convinced themselves that they're sold on you, that you're the person to help them. And then they go through a nurture sequence and they have to open all of the emails for like eight days and wait around. Well, what if they were ready to work with you now? What if they were ready to take quick action? Like include it, right? So in that very first email, you want to at least include a little bit about this is who I work with. This is how I help them. And here's how you can learn more about that. So it doesn't have to be a big sales pitch, but it can at least be setting the tone because I also like people to know from the get-go, I'm a service provider. And again, not I'm a blogger or just someone who does this for shits and giggles. Y'all, I'm a service provider, right? So set the tone, like just so you know, I provide a service and this is how I help people. So I love having that clarity right from the start. Interrupting the podcast ever so quickly to ask you a really important question. What would you do with 10 to 15 hours of free time each week? And if that sounds absolutely divine, make sure you download my part-time profit checklist. It's an essential checklist to help you get more done in less time a list of more than 60 things that you can eliminate, automate, or delegate in your business so you can reclaim your time and your life. If that sounds like heaven to you, head to launcheasylife.com slash time 
get your checklist now. That's launcheasylife.com slash time. All right, back into the episode. But then the next thing kind of feeds into that. So something that I see people do a lot that you shouldn't do is don't include the link to the thing on the thank you page. So they enter their details and then the thank you is like a success message. Don't do that. You'll never be able to run Facebook ads with that. They should go to a custom thank you page, but the custom thank you page shouldn't be where you go, hey, here, grab it now, right? Download it now. The reason for that is because we want them to open that first email from us. We want them to start seeing our name in their email inbox. We want them to start recognizing that name. We want them to open that first email so they can learn about who we are, what we stand for, etc. We want them to start seeing us appear in their inbox and clicking on it and opening our emails. So if you send the thing on the thank you page, there's every opportunity that they'll just never open that first email, which is probably the most important one. So we want to train people to do that. Now, the other reason why we want to do that is the main purpose of giving a lead magnet is to get someone onto your email list. So at the point of the thank you page, you already have them on your email list. Check, you've achieved that goal. Once you get them onto your email list, the goal is to build like no like and trust factor, but it's and get them to buy your products and services. But the other thing that we can do is then start to get people to follow us in loads of other places. So, hey, did you know I've got a podcast? Come and find me on my podcast. Hey, come and find me on Instagram. Here's a couple of my juiciest posts that you can click on. How can we entice them to then come and follow us and find us on other places? Because what we want is an, like almost like an omnipresence. We want them to be following us in all the places so that if we have a launch, if they see a message that we have, they see that in multiple different ways and formats. They're not going to, like if they're just following us on Instagram, they're not on our email list or our podcast or anything, then they might miss out on that because they're only seeing us on Instagram and they weren't on Instagram that week. Versus if they're on Instagram and our email list and subscribe to our podcast, much easier for them to see that we have a product or service with the doors open or whatever it is, or that we've made a big change, we have an announcement, whatever. We want them to then follow us in all the different places. So on a thank you page, I highly encourage you to say, what is the next step after they get onto my email list, right? So you can also layer on things like what's called a tripwire product, which is a whole nother strategy. But what is the next step that I want them to take? And if that is coming to follow you somewhere else, make that the thank you page, right? Because you've got them now on the email address. They're going to get the thing. It's on the email that they receive and we want them to open that email. So then the fourth thing that I encourage you to do is, again, if they skim through that first email and then open up your lead magnet and it's a PDF especially, include some details about how to then take the next step with you on that PDF. So that might look like having, this is my program, join the wait list and here's some testimonials about it. It might look like, hey, are you struggling with this problem? These are the ways that I can help. So including that on there, because after they read that lead magnet, 
hopefully they're in a better place. You might need your nurture sequence to do a little bit more work on a strategy level, but hopefully after they've gone and seen your lead magnet, then they're far more likely to work with you and be receptive to your products and services. So include that alongside social proof in the actual lead magnet itself. So we want them to be able to see that they can work with us and how they can take the next step with us. So then number five is to ensure that your lead magnet isn't just a here's this thing, ho-hum, whatever, right? So you can have lead magnets that are just designed to be like check out chocolates, like add to cart, like I'll take that. Or like when you go get free samples at the supermarket, like, yes, please, like huzzah, I'll definitely take that. You can definitely have lead magnets of that type, but you also need to have strategic lead magnets that have an intent to sell. And you then need to work backwards and reverse engineer that strategy back through your lead magnet and back through your social media. If you're not doing that or you don't have that, you're missing out on a really big opportunity because when we have a lead magnet, its job isn't just to increase our email list, but it's also to then help people learn how to work with us and why it's in their best interest to work with us. So it needs to be strategic. There needs to be a strategy behind it. If you are listening to this and you're like, I never knew this. I haven't done this. This isn't part of my strategy. I don't know what she's talking about. You might want to join Launch Easy Life, our online course. And Launch Easy Life is a course about how to create, deliver, and launch an exceptional online course. If in 2024, you want to create more time and create more product, maybe you're building your business and you're a mom and you're busy You can only work part-time or maybe even if you're working full-time and you feel drained by one-to-one and you know that an online course is what you so deeply want to create in 2024. You want 2024 to be the year that the things start growing. You have more time that you can show up to social media, that you can live your life, that if your kids get sick, you're not rescheduling calls or that you just actually have time to get stuff done in your business. That's what Launch Easy Life is all about. But what Launch Easy Life also shows you how to do is create lead magnets with an intent to sell and what the strategy behind someone seeing you on social media through to buying your products and services is all about, including things like how to structure a work with me and a sales page. So it's really in-depth program and if you have a health or wellness business particularly one that serves front-end people like women with their health and wellness whether you're a life coach a divorce coach a reiki practitioner a chiropractor dietitian nutritionist whatever it is then this program could be incredible for you if you want to learn more you'll see in the show notes below how you can learn more about the program But if you are listening to this in terms of lead magnets, maybe you're not getting enough lead magnet downloads. Maybe people are downloading it, but you're just not enough people are joining your wait list or buying or signing up to discovery calls. Then maybe you want more cheesy life. So I will leave that there. You can always reach out to me on Instagram and let me know exactly what's going on for you and your business. Let me know exactly what you're struggling with or where the hiccup or roadblock is. 
And I would love to chat back and forth, spitball some options with you and let you know what you can do next or what might be the next right step for you. So you can reach me at Launch Easy Life and I hope you are subscribed to this podcast. We are dropping the value over the last couple of weeks and keeping it going. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to keep up with all of the juiciness. Bye for now. We are done with the meat and potatoes of this episode, but I am not letting you go just yet, my friend. Before you jump off, I have three quick things that I would love to share with you. Number one is thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like to hear more about growing your visibility through Instagram, podcasting, or Pinterest, creating or launching or growing your signature program, automations, or many more online business nuggets of gold, pause now, hit that subscribe button because we are here for you weekly. Number two is if you would like to learn more about working with us and joining our signature program, the well-conceived mastermind, which is unlike any mastermind you've seen before, check out our show notes below and you will find all the links to join the waitlist or sign up and join the mastermind now. And number three, lastly, if you do nothing else, Make sure you come and find us on Instagram for daily behind the scenes and hugely savable and value-packed content. You will find us at Launch Easy Life. Well, that's it from me today. Now go out there and create your well-paid business and your well-lived life.